Welcome to today's Brief Intelligence Session. I just want to give a brief statement about what's taking place, what's going on. And yes, the perspective that I'm speaking from is the most advanced perspective that there is. Because number one, what we see, and I must make it 100% clear, I am a descendant of Abraham. I am one of the children of the actual real Israel. Yaakov, whose name was changed to Yisrael. That Israel. Not the state of Israel. Not the United Nations sanctioned Israel. Not the Eurocentric, non-existent Israel. Because that's not Israel. So what we have now is a battle between Japhethic Europeans. and Shemitic Arabic Hebrews. Like I said, this is for those who are advanced, not for those who have swallowed the lies and propaganda and erroneous historical presentations. So right now they want to gather the world together and everybody wants to get behind the state of Israel. The state of Israel, which is guilty of the same exact exactment of atrocities and terrorism as the very people they claim they're fighting against. What is amazing to me is that the individuals who occupy the territory that is now called the state of Israel, who are not from Israel, never were in Israel, never were kicked out of Israel, and never were promised the land of Israel by the God of Israel. The real children of Israel were promised the land. The descendants of Abraham, of Yitzhak, of Yaakov, they were promised the land. But guess what? They're not in the land. As the scripture has said, the real, authentic, biblical, historical children of Israel are scattered throughout the four corners of the earth. You know, that Israel that lived with Egypt for 230 years, that Israel that constantly married Canaanite, Hamitic, Afro-Kemetic women for thousands of years, for thousands of years. But anyway, we can't get into that. The bottom line is, what does this mean for biblical prophecy? Because the only prophecy that's being fulfilled right now is the prophecy in which it has been stated that Gentiles shall trample Yerushalayim. I wonder when someone, when some preacher is going to actually enucleate this to his congregation. What does the statement mean that Israel, that Jerusalem shall be overtaken and trampled over by Gentiles? Who are the Gentiles? Who are the Goyim? What's even more amazing is that those who propagate and claim to be Israelites are in fact Gentiles. They are in fact Goyim. They are in fact Germanic and Russian and Scythian and Latvian and Estonian. They're European. They are descendants of Ashkenaz. 
So we have to be real here. There is a bloody, 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 bloody battle taking place. But who is the battle between? The battle is between the Goyi and the Ivrim. You see, the Palestinians, many of the Palestinian Christians, many of the Palestinian Israelites, many of the Palestinian Muslims are actually descendants of Avraham. They are actually Shemitic, not European. Yet they're being and have been butchered by the Johnny-come-lately visitors who were given a sanction, an authorization, illegitimate authorization to be there by the American United Nations. And then we have a bunch of Zionists who have gone around and claimed that this fulfills biblical prophecy. It does not. Yahweh never said he would use a pagan, satanic, Luciferian, Helena Petrovna Blavatsky, and Lucifer Publishing Trust Company following organization to establish a so-called state of Israel. Yahweh did not say he would use Satan worshipers to establish his people and his nation. He did not say that. Number one, where is the nation? Where is the nation? Um, Jew is not a tribe. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know who convinced you of this nonsense. Jew is not a tribe. We have 12 tribes and 13 technically. We have two Hebrew Egyptian tribes, specifically Ephraim and Manasseh. Where are they? Where, where are the Egyptian Hebrew tribes at right now? Where are they being represented in Israel? Where are they being represented in America? Where are they being represented in Europe? They're not. So who is this people that you're talking about? Where is the actual nation of Israel that Yahweh is talking about? Where is the nation that all of our prophets prophesied about? They're scattered throughout the four corners of the earth, which is why it's called a diaspora. Even for those who claim they read the New Testament but never really do, the book of James opens up and addresses who? It addresses the 12 tribes of Israel scattered throughout the four corners of the earth. The 12 tribes, not one tribe. The 12 tribes, no, not a collective tribe because there's no such thing. Each tribe was given a specific prophecy by their father in Genesis chapter 49. Each tribe has a role. Each tribe has a heritage and a legacy and a reward and a promise and a prophecy. So, where? And why are they not being acknowledged by those who claim to be of the nation? Why is Genesis 9, 26 and 27 ignored? 
you can't ignore it because I'm going to publish it right here let us grab a Tanakh and see what it says just wanted to give a small statement because yeah almost no one knows what they're talking about they all the people are being attacked. Uh, the people don't want to give them their land. It's not their land. What are you talking about? They don't descend from that land. They don't come from that land. They've never been in that land before. They weren't in that land 3,000 years ago. What are you talking about? No one needs a United Nations treaty or sanction or authorization to come back into their own land. And then the people who are in the land reject those who are actually native to the land. The people who are in the land actually butcher those who belong in the land. Now how about that? And what's even more disgusting is that the individuals in the land who ran from another land, who were being butchered and gassed in another land, going to take themselves over to a land that's not their own and re-implement what was done to them now how demonic and satanic and diabolic is that why would you run from an oppressor who was gassing and butchering you like an animal and then turn around and do the same thing to Shemitic people. <laughs> Man. Buddy, buddy, buddy. Genesis chapter 9 verse 26 says, And he said, Blessed be Yahweh, the God of Shem, not the God of Japheth, not the God of Ham, the God of Shem. Let Canaan be a servant. Let Canaan be a servant to them. We have people who, oh, the Bible authorizes slavery. Does it? What is an employee? What is a servant? Is not the same word used for all those synonyms? Yeah, it is. Servant is a synonym of slave. Slave is a synonym of servant. Employee is nothing but a servant and a slave to a company, to an organization. No matter how you cut and slice and dice and dissect, it's still equal slave at the end of the day. Modern day, modernized slave. With a master called a manager. With a submaster called a supervisor. With a headmaster. The CEO, the founder. So slow your roll when you open your mouth about ancient customs. Because actually, the servants in the ancient world were treated better than prisoners in this world today. Depends on what ancient group of people you're talking about. Depends on what people 
you're talking about. Everyone did things different. But let us continue what the actual scripture says. Blessed be Yahweh, the God of Shem. Let Canaan be a servant to them. May God enlarge Yapheth and let him dwell in the tents of Shem. And let Canaan be a slave or a servant to them. Noah lived after the flood 350 years. And all the days of Noah came to 950 years. Then he died. Now let's go back here again. May God enlarge Yafeth, not Ashkenaz. Yafeth. Ashkenaz is simply a tribe of, a descendant of Japheth. But it says, and let him dwell in the tents of Shem. Let who dwell in the tents of Shem? Let Japheth dwell in the tents of Shem. Who is Shem? Well, Shem is the progenitor of Eber. And Eber is the progenitor of the Hebrews. Eber is Ivrim. Hebrews is Ivrim, not the language. We're talking about the people, not the language. We're talking about the people, not the language. So stop. There's some people out, oh no, Hebrews, the Hebrews the language. No, it's not. The language is actually called the lip of Canaan. Who is Canaan? The son of Ham. So the language spoken by the children, the authentic children of Israel, is actually an Afro-Shemitic language. It's actually a Hamitic language. It's actually a Canaanite language. I'm going to say it again. The authentic children of Israel speak a Canaanite language. It is called the lip of Canaan. The lip of Canaan. The lip of Canaan. Do you understand English? All right. These are the facts that no one seems to know how to deal with. So the scripture prophesies that Japheth will dwell, will live, will reside, will be in the position of the tents of who? Shem. Not the other way around. So when we look at who is living in Israel today, who's living in Israel today? Is it Shem? The only Shemitic people living in Israel today are the Palestinians, are the Arabs, the old Arabs, the old, old Arabs. Not the Arabs that have been diluted and diluted and diluted and diluted by rape, by centuries and centuries and centuries of rape by the Germanic Europeans or the British. No, we're not talking about them. We're talking about the old Arabs. We're talking about the Ishmaelites. Then we even have some out here, the Hebrew Israelite faction. Or what they call the black Hebrew Israelites, which actually ethnically are Hebrews, but their doctrine is absolute garbage. They teach that Esau, which is the actual literal brother of Jacob, is the white man. Nothing could be further from the truth. Esau is the father of the Idumeans, and the Idumeans are Arabs. The Idumeans are actually the authentic real progenitors, not progenitors, founders of Rome. Old Rome. 
not the Rome that was conquered by barbaric and barbarian tribes. Old Rome. Old Rome. And that's another story for another day. We're talking about old Rome. Just like the old Greece and the Etruscans. But anyway, so let us get back to it. The Bible says that Japheth at some point in time will be dwelling in the tents of Shem. Not Shem, but Japheth will be dwelling in the tents of Shem. So, who's in Israel today? And what Israel? The state of Israel? What Jerusalem? Because the old Jerusalem doesn't match up with the new one. The old Jerusalem is not even geo-positioned in the same location as the new Jerusalem. The modern day Jerusalem, the present day Jerusalem. So there's a lot of facts and a lot of different things to consider before we just start loosely and sloppily talking about who is and who isn't Israel. The Gentiles have overtaken Jerusalem. The Gentiles live in Israel. The real Israelites are not even allowed in Israel. The real Israelites are discriminated against. The real Israelites are killed and burned and shot and poisoned. The Shemitic people have been crushed since 1948 and even before 1948 ethnic genocide ethnic cleansing has taken place in that land it has been imposed by visitors and rather people who ran people who ran from oppression went to another land and implemented more oppression and now there's been a retaliatory strike and now with the weapons that have been provided by the West there will be nothing but just constant bloodshed which is nothing new nothing surprising nothing shocking but what's really interesting is that there are practically no actual descendants of Abraham except for the Palestinians and the Shemites over there dying. What's about to happen is going to be a battle between Europeans and Arabs. And the Arabs descend, the authentic Arabs, because not every Arab is authentic either. Just like we got people living in Egypt today that are not Egyptian at all and never will be. Have no connection to the actual ancient people of Kemet at all. Period. There is no affiliation or association. They're just living in the land that used to be occupied by the original people who built it. Anyway, it's the same thing across the board. You know, because there's people who, oh, oh, you're picking on. No, we're not picking on anybody. The truth is the truth. And like Yeshua said, the truth will set you free from your ignorance. The truth will set you free from your deception. The truth will set you free from your confusion.
So you've heard it today. The Bible clearly says that Japheth, Yafeth, will dwell in the tents of Shem. The problem is people don't know the difference. They too busy calling Japheth, Shem, and calling Shem, Ham. Yeah, but here's the other thing that's a kicker. All of the actual tribes of Israel have always married Hamitic women. Have always married Hamitic women. I'm going to say it again. They've always married Hamitic, Kemetic, African women. African. And I'm using the ignorant term because actually it's Alkabulan. Africa, Africa only refers to Carthage in Tunisia. We know this. But the Western world has lumped the entire continent and placed it under the umbrella term of Africa. So let's just use the term Africa for today. The Israelites always married African women for thousands of years so the people that you're looking at today are not those people I'll say it again the people that you're looking at today are not those people number two here's where we'll flip everything upside down here's a couple questions for everybody in the world And by the way, I don't support anybody. And I certainly don't support a murderer. So, right now, both sides are committing murder. But the thing is, we can't get into it, but somebody actually has a God-given right to be there and somebody doesn't. Yeah, somebody will figure that out later on. Number two. Just to give some of the initiates out there some breadcrumbs to follow that will lead them to a solved mystery. Who did the law come from? Who did the Torah come from? Who did the customs and traditions come from? Did it come from Judah? Yehuda? whose name is actually Yehuda, because there is no J's in Hebrew. There is no J's in German. There is no J's in Old English. So we can just stop with all these J words. Oh, Jesus, no, there is none. Oh, the Jew, no, there is no Jew. There's Yehuda, there's Yehudim. There's Yeshua, there's Yehashua. There's Yahweh, there's Yafeth. There's Yisrael. There's Yerushalayim. There's Yitzhak, Yaakov, yeah, all these sounds. There's Yudah, Yudaya. There's Yada, the intimacy and the knowledge. But anyway, let's get back to this. Who did the Torah come from? We have everyone in the world walking around ignorantly talking about a religion called Judaism. What is Judaism? What is that? What is that? Who made that? 
Number one, did Moses found that religion? No, he did not. Is Moses from the tribe of Judah? No, he is not. But who did the law come through? When he was up on the mountain communing with Yahweh, with the Most High, and the finger of God inscribed the divine instructions upon the tablets of stone, it was given to who? Moses. What tribe is Moses from? Oh, you know, we live in a world where nobody knows about tribes. They're too ignorant to address tribes. They're just too busy speaking and propagating what they've been programmed to say. What tribe is Moses from? Moses is from the tribe of Levi. What tribe is Aaron from, his brother? Well, Aaron is from the tribe of Levi. What tribe is Miriam from, his sister? Oh, well, Miriam is from the tribe of Levi. Funny, none of them are from the tribe of Yehuda, which in anglicized terms is Judah. So you mean to tell me everything that paints and characterizes the children of Israel actually comes from the Levites? Yes, it does. Not from Judah. Not from Yehuda. Yeshua was called the Lion of the Tribe of Yehuda. The Lion of the Tribe of Yehuda, the King, the Leader, the Mashiach, Shiloh, Shiloh. It's funny. Genesis chapter 49 has very specific prophecies concerning Yehuda and had how that a scholar and the scepter will never depart from Yehuda. A scholar in the law will never depart from Yehuda. That's funny because Judaism does not propagate the law. Judaism does not propagate what Yahweh says. And what Yahweh said. And Judaism has no affiliation with the actual instructions of Yahweh. It is on par with all the other religions that have come up with their own ideas and drowned out with drowned out what the Most High has actually said. But keep it in mind, keep it in mind, keep it in mind. If anything, it should be called Leviticalism. Because it comes from the Levites, it doesn't come from Judah. So all this, oh, well, you know, Jewish customs. No, there is no Jewish customs. The customs are from the, Le the Levites, the Levim. The customs don't come from no Yehudim. It comes from the Levine. So let me say this again. The customs and traditions that became standard for the house of Israel, not one little tribe. No, the house of Israel, which includes all tribes. You know, those tribes that nobody likes to talk about. It's Levitical. It's from the Levites. It's from the Levine. It's not from the Yehudim. 
So that means what you've been given is 100% wrong. Period. End of story. Just some basic common sense can tell you this. People, oh, the Levitical priest. Well, yeah, the Levitical priest. That's right. A priest can't come from any other tribe but from Levi. Just like tithing. They're always, oh, bring all your tithes into the church. No, the Bible don't tell you to bring no tithes into no church. The Bible tells you to take your tithes of the produce of the land and set it apart for who? For the Levites, not for the preacher. For one specific tribe, no, not Gad, no, not Naphtali, no, not Asher, not Issachar, not Zebulun, not Benjamin or Benjamin. No, the tithe is to be set apart for the Levites who have received no land for inheritance like the rest of their brethren. For their inheritance is to serve the Lord in the temple and to service their other brothers. So the tithe is to be given to them that there may be meat, which means food and produce and sustenance in the storehouse. And Deuteronomy tells you that if the distance be too far to travel with the tithe, then turn the tithe into money temporarily until you get to the place where you are taking it and where the Lord has established his name. And then you repurchase the food and give it to your brother, the Levites. That is the Torah. That is the Torah. I don't know what these churches have been teaching you but you need to learn to read the bible does the bible does not condone what you've been taught in church the bible does not condone what you've been taught in judaism the bible does not condone what you've been taught in islam so that's a small nugget for today yes there is war in the state of Israel. There is war in the state of Israel. But interestingly, the children of Israel are not involved in this war. The children of Israel are not going to die in this war. Except for those who are mixed up amongst the Palestinians who actually have Shemitic blood. The children of Israel who have actually converted to Islam and Christianity and other religions. They're being butchered by the Ashkenazi that are now there. Who called themselves Ashkenazi. Who even have it written on the side of their books, Ashkenaz. But you know, this world is, has already drowned and died in the matrix. People look right at stuff and like a brain dead zombie. They don't recognize. Uh, what does Ashkenaz mean? It means that it's not the people of the book. That's what it means. If somebody would simply read Genesis chapter 10, the table of nations, they will know automatically who it is and who it isn't. But I find it very, very puzzling. That after 3,000 years of having these texts around, people still can't figure out who was who, even though it's written plainly in their face. 
we will be covering, I will be covering a lot more details around this war. Does it have any biblical significance? Does it have any significance in biblical prophecy? It does, but not in the way that you think. See, because the Bible has specific prophecies that apply only to the actual children of Israel, not to Gentiles posing as the children of Israel, but to the children of Israel, which is the reason why the children of Israel are scattered throughout the four corners of the earth, as the Most High said he would do as a payment for their wickedness, as a disciplinary action for their wickedness. That's hard to hear for some, but the truth is the truth. Yahweh warned the people of Israel, the house of Israel, several times that if you don't turn from your wicked ways and stop practicing child sacrifice and following after other nations, if you don't stop, you will be carried in, into captivity, which means slavery. You will be dragged out of the land and scattered amongst the people whose language you don't understand. And a cruel ruler will be appointed over thee. Oh, all these things have happened to the actual children of Israel. Thousands of years, hundreds of years before any little man in Europe named Hitler. So no, Hitler plays no role in biblical prophecy, has no biblical significance, and did not slaughter the children of Abraham. He slaughtered the children of Japheth. He himself was a child of Japheth as well. Till next time, Shalom Aleikum.